This is Absolute Ricky Starks, and you are looking at one of the best damn wrestlers, sports entertainers, movie actors, models, philanthropists, and all else above right now. And don't forget, I want you to watch All Out this Sunday live from Chicago, Illinois. Don't forget, you're watching this on one place only in one place. That is the Battleground Podcast. Live from the Parts Unknown Studios, you've entered the Battleground. Battleground! The Battleground! Battleground! The Battleground! Welcome to the Battleground Podcast, your place for all things pro wrestling. Battleground! The Battleground! Battleground! The Battleground! Now making their way to the microphones, give it up for your hosts. Welcome to What's up, you guys? Welcome back into iHeartRadio's official wrestling podcast, the Battleground Podcast. And this week is a big week for wrestling fans, uh, most notably for AEW fans. And, of course, you've got AEW All Out that's happening this weekend. Of course, you can get it on pay-per-view. You can watch it on Bleacher. And uh, we've got a guy that's been on the show, and a lot has changed since the last time we talked to uh, the one and only Ricky Starks joins us on the show. There he is. Look at that. Absolute Ricky Starks. Absolute Ricky Starks. I mean, last time we talked to you, you were just kind of getting your feet wet into AEW, and it's been a little over a year or so, and uh, things have changed since then. So how, how are you doing heading into AEW All Out? I'm feeling really good, actually. Um, I have revenge on the mind, and uh, I, I'm, I think this is a big test to not only myself, but um, a good indicator of how much further I'm going to go, especially with All Out being this Sunday. Yeah, and it's it's going to be wild. And I, I kind of want to, I guess, talk about this real quick, go take a step back. What was the experience like being the face? And I'm going to say this, you were the face of Team Taz until the, uh, the group kind of uh, dissolved. Right. I mean, um, hey, it is what it is. Uh, it was great for what it was. Um, and, you know, I've kind of moved past that. That's beyond, that's behind me now. But uh, being the face of, of Team Taz is great just for the simple fact that uh, no one else is going to step up and someone had to, that type of thing. Right. And, I mean, it was great watching you just become, I mean, I mean we already knew you were a superstar from going back to, like, the days in NWA and then you came to AEW, like, me and uh, my co-host, Eli, who couldn't be here, uh, we were like superstar written all over Ricky Starks. Like this guy, I guarantee you within the next couple of years, we'll have championship gold. Now you got the FTW, but we're talking bigger picture. Yeah. We're talking AEW championship. We're talking about the you know getting more gold around your waist. Not tag team championship. That's beneath Ricky Starks. We're talking about the big deal, big gold championship belt for AEW. But, uh, you know, besides anger, was there disappointment in the way the group ended? Uh, I don't think so. Um, you know, obviously we had – I think the catalyst of all of it was Hobbs, if we're being frank here. But I don't think there was disappointment at all. I think it was time to move on. And, I mean, if you look at it now, it doesn't seem to be much of any type of loss um, with the group. Or, or with you know the FCW championship, 
um, as we can see that it's being it's being promoted a lot more now. It's, um, it's being showcased a lot more than it was when I was champion. So, you know, it's cool to see that in that regard. Yeah, for sure. And of course, you got your hands full this weekend on Sunday, AEW All Out. If you're in the Chicago area, you can grab tickets, AEWTix.com, but you can also watch it on pay-per-view. And if you're outside the country, you can watch it on Fight, I do believe. So Dynamite, uh, recently in New Orleans back in April, and you were given literally the hero's welcome. Like, that was the loudest pop I've ever heard on TV. Can you describe that evening and the pop you received? And was that like a top five moment for you? It was honestly, it was it was a great reaction, a great reception. Um, literally, that arena was eight minutes from my my old home, uh, my childhood home. Um, it, yeah, it's I mean, such a special moment to reflect on, just because my family was there, the reaction. Um, I felt like that was really the moment of, you know, just telling people higher ups backstage, like, look, this is this is what you got on your hands. Um, and I'm the man. Yeah. And even beyond that, you know, there, there's always going to be some type of um, asterisk next to certain things that happens to you in life, you know, positive things. And even beyond not being in my hometown, I was still getting those those same reactions. So it was very very cool. It's hard to really summarize in, in my feelings of, of what I felt. Um, I do remember going back to the hotel and like just sitting in my, my shower and just kind of crying a bit because of a full circle type ordeal. You know, just being I only watched wrestling my entire life. So to do that and then come back and wrestle in my hometown was just bizarre. It was insane. Right. What did uh, what did your family? Uh, what was their reaction about to the whole evening? They loved it. They had so much fun. They they it was a blast to see me um, perform. I think that was their first time. All of them. Well, it'll be the second time, but that was their second time all together seeing me perform live, um, in such a bigger you know a bigger uh, setting. I think the first time they saw me was at some convention show in Vegas where I wrestled Sammy Guevara, and before me and Sammy Guevara went out, they showed a a twenty guy tribute video package of all the people that had passed away and kind of killed the crowd so that was their first intro to seeing me wrestle but yeah i'm glad that we I mean, can change that for sure for sure and of course they got to uh witness it and it just went completely nuts uh at that show so let, let's kind of focus on what's happening uh in the current day right now i mean right. you and hops quite the duo uh even competing for the world tag team titles not too long ago what was uh your initial thought of hobbs and what drew you two together well, I think what drew us together was just the the addition of Team Taz um, off the bat. But but uh, you know, Hobbs is a um, he has a I don't know how to explain. It. He has a, a very strong presence sometimes, and he's you would think he's this evil, menacing guy um, on the front, but then on the back end, he's like he's actually very intelligent and, and very caring. Um, so. You know, I think that's what really helped out that whole type of tandem between me and him. And then there was there was a genuine friendship between me and him. Um, so, you know, stuff like that. But as you can tell, what happens in wrestling is that people get a little bit greedy or they feel a little bit more, um, what's the word, like self-deserving of things. And they, they create these scenarios in their head that isn't 
true or real, you know, or right. someone's out, the, the paranoia sets in and you can see it from the top all the way to the bottom. And, and that's one of the worst things to happen in wrestling is to have paranoia just creep into your mind like that. And once that happens, it's kind of, a, you know, you kind of self-destruct. Yeah, and that, that's not good heading into uh, Sunday because it seems like you guys know each other very well. And it seems like right. you might have the uh, the kind of upper hand on this. So, of course, All Out is this Sunday live in Chicago and on, on pay-per-view. Your match is one of the uh, most personal ones of the night. What can we expect to see from the bout that uh, good old JR has said very well could steal the show? Well, I mean, you can expect a lot of passion from me. Um, I think there's a lot of revenge that I, I want to get out is it you know beyond that too i think there's a point that i want to prove um a point uh because i made a tweet not too long ago i want to say earlier this year where i said i will never be left off the pay-per-view again and i meant that and so far i have stepped true to my word um and i think this is a moment to really prove like you know at the end of the day i am ricky starks and i have a lot of value i have a lot of value within myself and, and what i provide and i think due to the fanfare too you can't deny that and so eventually what's going to happen is the fans are going to revolt and they're going to turn and they're going to say hey we demand this guy we demand to see this guy every week we demand to hear this guy talk and when that happens it's kind of too late you know yeah the, the bulls are off so pay-per-view this Sunday, all out. Um, it's a time for me to really showcase who I am and what I'm about in a singles individual setting, a role, you know. Um, so I'm looking forward to it in that regard. I, I know the card is stacked, but she's come on. It's I mean, me. We, it's we me. already know what's going to steal the show. And I mean, I, I sit back and think back to that very emotional promo that you that you had on TV. And, like, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Like, you could see the pure emotion in that promo that you cut right there in the middle of the ring getting prepared for this match. And I'm just like, dude has it. Like, we have established it numerous times. Everybody has said it. You have it. You are definitely a superstar. And, uh, I mean, the Rocket's going to be strapped to your back. It's an emotional thing to talk about my neck um, because I don't think people really understand and understand the severity of it and i don't give a shit what anyone says to me that was a very a very personal and scary thing that happened to me and especially when you weren't even in, i wasn't even in control of that so um that that's the scary part of it having it taken away from you and you not be in control of the situation so when i talk about it that's why i really like to talk about it because of it being so personal because um you know, this is really all I have in a sense. I, I, I didn't play any sports or I didn't do anything else. I only did wrestling. And to kind of feel like when I, you know, broke my neck, to feel like, hey, you didn't even have a chance to come off the line and now you're already out. That right there is scary. And I don't really expect people to relate to that. But fuck, man, that, ah, let's, let's get on to something else. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, you know, with, with all the, uh, the, or, you know, after you settle your, your deal with Hobbs, you get through that, you beat him. And we're going to go ahead and say, you're going to beat him. Cause we know, of course. do you throw your name in the hat for a world championship match? Absolutely. 
So do you? So are we are we? Because uh, we've established we're not going after the TNT title. We're not going to try to go after a tag title. We're going, we're we're to going go for after... the TNT too. Yeah, but we're going for the AEW World as well. I don't. So you're going to be kind of. I can't have both. I mean, you could possibly. You could be the belt collector. I mean, Kenny did it. Yeah. I mean, why not have both belts? Why can't belts? I? Why can't I? <laughs> exactly. So I I see that, and I, I see you know you kind of keeping your eye on that main event of. You know what's going to happen with Moxley? Who's going to come out there? What's what's going to happen there? And I, I think uh, you know Ricky Starks and Moxley is going to be a fun match to watch for that AEW World Championship. I agree. Um, I, I think uh, also, you know, before the injury of Punk, I really had my sights set on um, getting a shot at Punk, and I still think that can happen as well. But I, I feel like either guys uh, in this scenario. Um, I, I would obviously fare well with and hang in there. There's no yeah. doubt about that in my mind. That those Starks and Punk, Starks and Moxley, or Starks, Punk, and Moxley in a triple threat, that's going to be killer. And put it on a pay per view. Tony, I know you're watching this and listening to this, so put it on a pay per view right now. Um, <laughs> so, something that, uh, that's interesting, and of course, we being fans of wrestling, and you see all the, the chatter on the IWC. Uh, about the, the the backstage environment that's been a big topic lately. After hearing everybody talking about it, you could tell that there's something different than what people are reading online. What has the locker room been like since you joined AEW, and what is your response to the uh, the good old IWC chatter about issues behind the scenes? The, well, the locker room has definitely changed. I mean, um, it, where we were once really, really close, uh, we've expanded that, and we're still close, but we just have more people in the family now, more people that sit at the table. Um, I definitely think that the drama of the backstage stuff, um, while it does, you know, pique the interest of people online and whatnot, I fucking hate it. And the reason I hate it is because it kind of overshadows some of the stuff that happens on TV. And, um, and, and for that, um, I'd rather not be involved with it, you know? Yeah. Um, but we have people backstage who have loose lips and that's what happens. And now we have created the scenario where we just have all the, the rumors and speculation. Cause that's all it is. I promise you what you read is not, is not necessarily true. Right. And of course you can't believe everything you read on the internet. You just see stuff out and you're like, Oh, there's something going on there. You know, in this day and age people do, especially if it, the, the main credible sources nowadays is TikTok or Twitter. So. Yeah. That's where everybody gets their information now. Uh, of course we're talking to Ricky Starks, absolute Ricky Starks, AEW uh, all out is happening this Sunday. You can still grab tickets, AEW ticks.com ticket match. You can watch it on pay-per-view. Uh, so this is kind of a fun question. We'd like to ask everybody, since Tony has uh, coined this forbidden door talk, he's coined that phrase. Do you want to showcase your talents in places like New Japan, AAA, or uh, other incredible companies around the world? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, New Japan, I've, I've gone on record to say that Naito would be um, a very great opponent to have. Um, you know, in, in Mexico, if this was like, I don't know what, Mm, eight years ago, 10 years ago, I would have definitely said La Sombra, but I can do that now since he already works for AEW. Uh, so th- those would probably be the main one, uh, main ones that I would think of. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, Forbidden Door style. 
New Japan primarily. That, that's really, yeah, that's really it. I'm not big into like the, um, you know, the, oh, I'm going to cross over here and wrestle. With it. Like, it's right. All, it's all whatever. I feel like whatever happens in terms of who I come across, that's what was meant to be. Um, yeah. But it's it's cool nonetheless to see some of these matchups that people come up with or that have actually happened, especially for our last Forbidden Door pay review. Yeah, so we're we're those are exciting things because I mean, as fans, you can always sit here all day long and pick up dream matches. And I mean, yeah, I used to do it all the time. I mean, you uh, play in the video games your dream matches, and now now with AEW having a video game out, you can it, that's going to be fun as well once that game yes. happens. Uh, yes. I keep I'm seeing excited. all the leak, uh, well, not the leak photos. I keep seeing all the photos and the video game playing. I'm like. This looks great, right. um, and of course, me being a video game nerd, like I'm, I've already pre-ordered it through Amazon and everything else. I'm just waiting for it to get through the PS5. Um, but we we asked our, our listeners to ask questions for Ricky Starks, and this is the fun part of the show. So one of our listeners, Shelly C, who is at Shelly Speak Easy on Twitter, had this to ask you. You made your AEW pay-per-view debut at All Out 2020, and now, two years later, you're having your first singles match on pay-per-view at All Out 2022. Fast forward two years from now to All Out 2024. Where do you see yourself in All Elite Wrestling, and where would you have hoped to have achieved, uh, hoped to have achieved by then? Oh, man, that's a great question. Um. Well, I think it, it, you know, by 2024, I think I'll definitely be a world champion and mm-hmm. I'll definitely be in contention for that. I definitely will be on a big stage wrestling, um, you know, for, for the title, defending it, uh, or if not defending it, you know, competing for it and mm-hmm. winning it. Uh, but yeah, that's where I kind of see myself. It, like, I don't see it. I don't see, you know, it, it, Honestly, 2024 is kind of a long time. I, I don't know why she just didn't give me 2023, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I think I think by 2024 I'll be I'll be primed up, be ready. I just hate the idea of waiting. That's all. I don't blame you there. Well, speaking of waiting, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you got to get ready to get uh, this weekend. So uh, one last thing before we let you go: Where's the best place people can find you at online social media? Where's the best place you want to tell people? Easy. Okay, so before I start, it says Ricky Stark, and I was in control of putting my display name in, and I promise you, I did add the S. So I don't know why it did not show up. Like, but you can find me on Twitter at Starkman Jones, uh, or you can find me on my Instagram, which is a little bit more aesthetically pleasing, uh, and that's at Starky Baby. Those are the two spots you can find me if it doesn't have my verified check to it. Uh, do not respond to those asking for you to send them money or whatnot because I don't want to hear you complain on Twitter about how you got ripped off by this fake account when, you know, yeah. The blue check's there. The blue check is there, and that is the purpose of the blue check, is to make sure we filter out these fake accounts looking for money. I will never ask any fan or anybody for money, even if I'm at my last dollar, Okay. Just put you, that in the sheets for me. You'll you never hear Ricky Stark's Stark. panhandle for money. You heard it right there. So if it's not a blue check mark and it's in your DMs, just completely ignore, ignore it. Ignore it. Don't look at it. Don't even respond Don't to even, it. Yeah, just report it. <laughs> well, absolute Ricky Starks, it's an honor to have you on the show again. Of course, we had you on not too long ago. A lot of things have changed for the good. And uh, 
Looking forward to you getting that dub on Sunday against Powerhouse Hobbs. And then you go on to uh, claiming gold and get that AEW World Championship belt. World supremacy. Yes, sir. Taking over the world. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Battleground Podcast. Make sure you give it five stars and a nice review. To stay up to date with the show, follow them at Battleground Podcast on Instagram.